Let's talk about it. This is the podcast where Jamie and Kirsten talk about everything. No limits, no boundaries. Join us while we talk about what really goes on in our lives. Anything goes. So without further ado, let's Let's talk talk about it. Hello, hello, hello. Hello, hello, hello. (laughs) Were you ready for that one? (laughs) I was ready. I just didn't want us to be like too much at the beginning with two voices at once. I figured we'd each have our moment to say hello. Okay, switching it up. Changing it up a little bit, yeah. Anyways. Welcome back to another episode of Let's Talk About It. How are we doing? It's been two weeks. I feel like so out of the groove right now. I know. I This is crazy. I'm feeling good, though, man. Feeling excited to be here. Happy to be here, as always. Um, what have you been up to? How are you doing? Thoughts? Concerns? Um, Anything you no. want to address? I don't think so. I don't know. I, this is just such a, a strange way to start the episode. We don't really have anything planned, so... Underprepared, oh. as always. I don't really know where to go with this. I mean, what a I last episode I was talking about how I was gonna start writing shit down throughout the week because I can never remember. And I have forgot. you? I haven't. No. no. Um I haven't. Uh yeah, I guess just a little like life update. Uh spend the weekend painting my room by myself. I know the background's um, so different for our um yeah video um, listeners yeah my even room like was sorry to interrupt no you. you're good what were you gonna say so even like when you snapchat me like in the morning because we communicate through snapchat video i'm mm. like where is she because yeah. i forget that you paint your room yeah my room was like this really great green like a dark green color um it had been that way since I like so when I first moved out after high school it was like this obnoxious blue color was it like teal no it was just like the most obnoxious in your face bright blue of all time because I was just like quirky and funny in high school we love it um and then I moved out and when I moved back home uh I painted it that like green color and it's been that way for like probably three years now and I was just fucking sick of it so I just I had a dream and I made it happen and I'm kind of like a little okay so in the paints not the paint store the hardware store whatever I really I really felt weirdly at home at that Lowe's um I just enjoy hardware stores very stereotypical of you (laughs) I know yeah no I enjoyed my time there um but I was looking at paint swatches for like fucking 30 minutes and I was stuck on three and I couldn't decide which one I wanted. And so the one I had, I figured it was a little bit too, cause my original goal was like a little bit of like a light, 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 super light blue. But the swatches I had picked, I like, I don't know why, but I psyched myself out and I was like, oh, it's too gray. So I picked this one and it, it's not exactly what I envisioned, but I don't really fucking care. It's good enough. Um, I literally picked the worst weekend of all time to paint it was so, because like, humid this weekend. we had like this crazy warm front come in, so it was like ninety degrees all weekend. And as I've talked you about, should have waited till like, yesterday because yesterday was like 
cooler. I know. Um, but so as I had said, like so long ago, I broke my window air conditioner because it fell out of the fucking window. And so I had no, like, yeah, I had no air coming in through this room. It was just my ceiling fan, just mixing hot air with hot air. The first night I started painting and it was literally like a sauna in my room. Like I can't even imagine because like I had my air conditioning on and I was like sweating yeah, it was really hot. Um, I ended up having to sleep on the couch because it was just too much. But um, so, yeah, the first night it was just too hot and I gave up after like one wall. And then the next morning I went in with a fresh attitude and I was just determined to get it all done. And I did. My dad was so kind. Um, he stopped at the little Home Depot by our house and got me a new air conditioning thing for my window so I now have that yeah what a guy thank you for that dad appreciate you so once just is it like the same quality as your old one yeah I mean your other one your other one packs some heat like that fucker was cold (laughs) no this is pretty cold um pretty basic pretty standard but it gets the job done um And once he put that in my window that day, it was a lot easier to paint my room because like the the first night I was literally dripping sweat. I was, there was sweat dripping off of me in all places on my body. Like it was gross and I just, it wasn't sustainable. So once I got that, it was pretty easy to finish. Um, But I'm also so trash because so I got one like gallon of paint. It's not a gallon. I don't know the exact measurements. One thing of paint, you know what I'm talking about. It's a gallon. Okay, okay. So I, um, I got the gallon of paint, whatever. And so I like the smaller one. No, it was a normal size. Okay, so it's a gallon. Yeah, and so I did all my walls except for the last one that my humongous bookshelf and my TV and little like table thing are and so I am a strong independent woman and I moved that fucking bookshelf by myself which easy peasy except for the fact that I didn't take the books off of it because I'm an idiot so that added like probably 90 pounds to it and so I'm trying to move this huge fucking bookshelf to get behind it and I finally did and then I moved like my tv stand whatever And I was very um, concerned once I did that because I realized I was not going to have enough paint to cover the whole wall. Um, So I this just really shows you like who I am as a person. I'm just I don't take things, you know, let's not get worked up over it. Let's not get stressed. Let's just do the best we can with what we have and call it a fucking day. And so I used up all the paint I had. I covered the areas that were visible and um (laughs) the areas that are covered by said bookshelf and tv are still green but you can't see that so it doesn't even matter when you're talking about moving it in my brain i was like imagining one of those videos where like the tv just like falls forward yeah your big ass like movie screen tv just like smack in the ground Well, that was easy to move because it wasn't super heavy. It it was just the bookshelf. And I I had to like experiment a little bit with the positioning on how the fuck I was going to move this thing. And I really 
shortly after I started trying to move it, I realized it's all in the legs. Um, once I got in a nice, like, squatted position, used my legs, like, I felt I feel like great. It is like, especially yeah. like, this is like a weird example when you're like moving someone at work, like mm. in those big ass chairs, yeah, it's all of the legs, yeah. Like, so I just, yeah, I had to commit and I felt really, I felt really accomplished though, because I fucking did it all by myself and it was a fun little project and I enjoyed myself. Um, it's a little weird now though. Cause like I got rid of a lot of stuff. Like that was, I had so many like posters and little things on my walls I and I got rid of them. Get some more. I don't like, really want fresh, more Fresh though. and fun. I don't love that what though. I don't like love this? that. It's just not my vibe anymore, I don't think. I'm thinking more just like, let's leave it plain. Yeah, I'm thinking minimalist. And I've got like a few posters and, you know, hanging up on this wall. But I think I'm just going to leave it at that because my room has been so chaotic since high school. And I just feel like I need to just relax in here now. And I've kept it clean. And it's just, it's feeling like a good positive space for me so I love that um I think it's important to like invest in your own space like that for sure um mine's chaotic but like I love living in my filth (laughs) (laughs) I love that no it's just I'm depressed and I have like clothes everywhere yeah that's the tough part but I mean it's all right so yeah, I painted my room uh, this weekend. Um, I went to my friend's baby shower, which was great. Um, I haven't seen her in like forever since she lives out of state, but she was in town for her baby shower. Fun fact, it's like my first bestie I ever had. We met each other when we were like five years old and we've been besties since. And we love. Yeah, I had like a really, that was yesterday. It was such a chaotic day because I waited until the last second to do things like I always do. Um, That stresses me out so bad. I live for it. I live for it. I love the feeling of just like needing to get shit done like that second or you're fucked. I enjoy that pressure. And so I I woke up in the morning. I got ready for the day. I took my ass to Target. I got a little Starbucks and oh my God, you guys. So... I go to this Target quite frequently and I'm always like, I don't typically go to the Starbucks in the Target just because there's one like close to my house. Or right next to Target. (laughs) Yeah. So I always go to the Starbucks that's like just down the road from me kind of. It's like a 10 minute drive, whatever. And but I was in Target or a Kent Starbucks girl. I'm a Kent girl all the way. I think I've only been to the Greenfield one like once. Yeah, I love the Kent one. It's just my vibe. So, but I was in a hurry. I had like a time limit to get shit done. So I was like, I better just go to the Starbucks in the Target. (laughs) And so, okay, basically there was this really cute guy who worked at the Starbucks. And so, okay, I'll give you like a play-by-play of what happened. So I walk into the little Starbucks area and some girl was in front of me ordering and he was like, t- he was by himself at first. And so he was taking orders and then making drinks. And so I got all excited. I'm like, oh my God, I'm, I'm going to get my shot to like talk to this cute guy. And yeah. I was fucking gutted. So basically he starts <laughs> making another drink and then random man number two 
who um was great but just not my type and he also had a girlfriend who was literally there so no he just he he was great just not for me but we love him and so he comes out of fucking nowhere to take my order and I'm like literally go away because I'm sorry I respect you thank you for doing your job but I wanted to talk to that fine young lad uh, but I didn't get the chance. So I gave him my order, whatever. And then the cute barista, he was making my drink. And uh, so I'm like brainstorming ways to like throw in like a funny joke or something to break the ice. But there wasn't really an appropriate time to like crack a joke. And so I was like, shit, well, that's just not going to happen. Did you have any like material in mind? I didn't man I was like on the spot and I was frazzled and it was just like a whole situation and I was like I don't know what to say to him but I feel like I have to say something like I find you very attractive and I'd like you to like take a notice of me but that didn't happen because that's so unlike you (laughs) oh my god I know I froze up I folded but um... no just like trying to catch a male gaze that's unlike right? you. It's not me. And I don't know what it was. I feel like it was just like one of those things where I was like, give me a little like reassurance. Like, okay, I'm a human being that people notice. I don't know. It yeah, was a moment of weakness. And so, yeah, and it was just such a fucking letdown because so I'm like sitting there waiting for my drink and tell me why so he like puts the drink down on the table and i'm like thank you so much and homeboy didn't even take a second fucking look at me bro <laughs> he was like you're welcome have a good day and then just turned around and walked the other way and I'm like, god damn it man he didn't even take a second fucking look um but that's all right you know it happens can't win all of them and it's so funny, I say this as if I would ever, like, flirt with a man and, like, shoot my shot. It would never happen. But it's fun to just think about, I guess. Um, I that would just, I would never. Like, it's just not my thing. But Actually, I literally have the most flirty personality of all time. I don't. And so I just avoid that at all costs. But I really thought for a moment, like, maybe I just, like, my time to shine. But it wasn't. Uh, but not in, like, that sense. Like, I'm like, oh, I find you attractive. Let me flirt with you. It's just, like how I come off to people right yes, I don't know. yeah that's just not me and you know it, it was just it was honestly a humbling experience because it really like it just put me in my place like you didn't stay in your lane don't try and flirt with men it's not gonna happen so I love that um that happened yesterday um what else anything interesting for me I can't really think of anything I've just been like living the dream I don't really know I guess I think that's pretty much been my week I guess like we can talk about like our trip but I'm gonna do my check-in first yeah do your little week okay so I apologize because I put aquaphor over my lipstick today so I look like a brat's doll hate that for me um so what has my week been oh you kind of we talked about the chart. I've been overly tired. That's something. Um, but we talked about this last episode that you have gotten me like into reading. I finished my book and I was like, 
disappointed with the ending but like not in a way that I was like oh this book sucks it's like oh this is realistic and that sucks for them I love books like that I love books that have a realistic ending but I'm like a romance girly so like I'm not I like like a realistic like listen not everything is gonna fucking work out and that's just the hard truth I live for that and then I went to Target on Friday to pick up an order that I ordered and then I was like you know what here may as well browse and Mm -hmm. I got a new book where the crawdads sing I haven't started it yet no fucking shot (laughs) I'm about I'm about to start it really yeah I have a little book club love that yeah I just um my sister got that for me for Christmas and I just found it it was in my bookshelf I forgot that I put it there and when I was going through it the other day I was like huh I haven't read this yet and then I got another one yesterday when I was at Target uh I think it's called like conversations between friends it's like another sally rooney book uh she wrote the one the last book that i read um but there's also a show for that so that's why i want to read it um mm-hmm. but what have i really done work school the huge um Yesterday, I had such a great time. So my friend Kushi, who lives in Canada, ha- so it just so happened to be in, like, Kent, Ohio. like Which is so random. Was there a specific reason that she was, like, in town? Her dad knows people here, but, like, that's oh. so random. Like, out of everywhere. Yeah, it's a United really <laughs> random spot. I feel like um, not many people know about, like, the area we're from. We kind of have to say, like, we're near Cleveland because nobody knows where, like, Kent is. Yeah. But... Not even, like, Kent. Like, we're not even from Kent. Like, that's, I feel like that's, like, yeah. the, we're from Kent because that's the only way to describe where we're at. <laughs> but even some people don't know what the so fuck Cleveland. that is. So I always just say near Akron, near Cleveland. Kind yeah. Of like, in the, the middle. Um. So she messaged me on... Friday and was like hey I'm coming in town tomorrow any shot you'd want to hang out Sunday I was like, of course um Hello. so I got off work Sunday well yesterday and um I headed up to Cleveland to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame and we went there and then my boss was raving about this hot new haunted house restaurant in Cleveland where it's like haunted house themed and like all the waiters like dressed up in character. And that was, is so not me. I would not love that at all. I don't like shit like that. And I was so excited because she was talking about how good the food and drinks are. Um, I got like a drink because like we we're sitting at the bar because we didn't feel like waiting an hour and a half for a table, um, <laughs> which is fine. Like we we're vibing and. Um, right. I got this drink called like Beetlejuice and it tasted like iced milk and mint. It was so gross. I literally had like four sips. I was like, I can't do it. That's so gross. me and Kushi are just vibing, talking, hanging out. And this, <laughs> this man approaches the bar. Um, oh, you told why me. Why did I almost this. say his name? <laughs> um, 
this man approaches the bar and he was like hey I'm here with my mom and dad um (laughs) I have so many things to say about this but I'll say it after you tell the story I'm from like he was from the capital of Ohio area um he's like I'm in Cleveland and I was just trying to meet someone while I'm here but like clearly I was just hanging out with my friends like why are you approaching me like I'm not an asshole like I don't I hate confrontation like when it involves myself I feel like that's not confrontation though that's just like setting a boundary I, I don't know how to do that okay and he was like can I get your snapchat so I was like fuck like I don't know how to like like his mom and dad were right there okay for fuck's sake maybe be like "Mm, your mom and dad should have taught you like take a fucking social cue with peace and love so he sits next to us and like I was like fuck like I had to like give him my snapchat like I felt like obligated to so I that's so fucking bizarre to me I would never fuck that so I gave it to him and he's like, can I buy you a drink? And I was like, no. Um, so he's like talking and I like, I could not look at Kushi because every time I looked at her, I started cracking up laughing. And I was like trying to make it so like abundantly clear that like, hey, I'm with my friend, go away without being a bitch. Just say that, who cares? So I was like, this is my friend Kushi. We're hanging out. She's in town for today. She's from Canada. And he was like, oh yeah, you guys started that new Celsius system. And I looked at Kushi and just lost it. Um, he just like was not taking any social cues to like go away. And he sat there for like 15 minutes with us. And then finally he was like, all right, I'm not, I don't want to interrupt. I'll leave. So then mm-hmm. he leaves, and of course, like, I just, like, blocked him on Snapchat, but, like, I feel it was like so awkward. That's a moment where you really just have to be, like, I'm sorry, I'm not trying to be rude, but I'm with my friend. Can you please just go? Like, it's not going to happen. Like, there's nothing know. wrong with that. Just say there's that. Nothing there's wrong nothing with, wrong with there's it. There's nothing wrong with that, but I don't know how to do that. Well, you have to practice. You have to like, just I do it. I feel so uncomfortable. I was, like, why? I You're should've... never going to see him again. Who fucking cares? He's a stranger. I don't know. I just, yeah, you don't, you don't stand up for yourself in situations like that. And I'm like, who fucking cares about his feelings? He like clearly doesn't care about yours. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. I just can't. I don't know. I but just, I, it's awkward for me. I don't know how to like set boundaries. Just be like, literally that. Just please go away. I'm with my friend. I'm sorry. You don't even have to say sorry. I wouldn't personally. I'd be like, can you just go home with my friend? When I saw him Peace approaching, I like had it in my brain, like. I'm going to say this when he comes up, but no, it just like would not come out of me. Why? I don't know. I felt bad and I I shouldn't. I don't owe this man anything. That's so bizarre, but I mean, I guess that's fair. Um, so it wasn't like super busy or anything, but like they definitely like forgot to like bring us our food because when they got it, gave it to us, it was like so cold and like it just tasted so bad and like the waitress knew, so she comped, like, half of our meal, and oh. um, apparently they don't have Target in Canada, so I took Kushi to Target for the first time, and we were, like, getting ready to leave, and she looked at me, and she's like, can we do another lap before we go? Of Whoa. course. I love a good Target trip. 
I don't love Target, but it's just I love like it. I'm a Target girl over Walmart. But I, think I don't it's like so like therapeutic for me. I disagree. I'd rather just not, but like I have to go there for like groceries and shit. But it's not like a happy place for me. It's just I don't get the hype, I guess is what I'm trying to say. But I don't love being in stores. It's just not my favorite activity. That's fair. I don't like shopping, but and then uh, it's only a Northeast Ohio thing of Swenson's. So, of course, like I had to take her there to like make up for like the shit meal that we had. Um, and then we jammed out in the car and said our goodbyes. Like I had that. a great time. Period. Meet people that you meet on the internet amazing stuff <laughs> that if it's maybe safe. <laughs> yeah, if it's maybe safe. maybe not but you know um yeah um, that's great stuff though love that I feel like we should just get into it what the big old story of what our story our trip oh <laughs> Yeah, I mean, where to start with it? It's just, where to start. I mean, I feel like uh, who? Okay, do you want me to like start and then you can give your two cents? Like, how do you want to do this? Go ahead and start. Okay, yeah. So, um, we mentioned in the last episode that we had gotten tickets to CSNL in New York, and so that was um that was the plan so we got this flight for friday night um out of cleveland and it was all great picked you up from work um we carpooled that day it was great I felt we like a carpooled little, i felt like a little kid getting out of your car to go to work right yeah and um everything was great up until that point so i picked yeah, you up from until work. we got to the airport so yeah, um, we go through whatever we get to. I feel like we should pass. mention it. it's Friday the thirteenth. Oh yeah, so it's Friday the thirteenth. I already had like just a bad feeling. Um, I had like anxiety the the entire day except that morning. I was <laughs> that doesn't like, really say much though because you're always anxious when traveling. <laughs> That's just like a general thing for you. I feel like it's not specific yeah. to the trip, <laughs> but maybe. Um, well, that morning I was telling you I was like. I feel like I'm gonna throw up. Like I just, I'm so anxious. But I, I feel yeah, like that's just yeah. That's, that's just, just me you. when I travel. I get like super yeah. anxious. Um, I just, I kind of had a weird feeling about it for some reason. But I'm not one to like think about shit like that. I don't care. But so we um go through TSA. Everything went great, and then our flight was delayed, and so we had like a nice little moment uh at the pub in the cleveland airport <laughs> um shared some chips and dip <laughs> uh had a nice sodi and i just enjoyed the vibes um and so after that yeah we just um go sit at our gate uh for and I, it's one of them things where we got there too early but it's you want to be early not late um, okay well i was thinking about it like this way like the time that we like should have been like at the airport was like rush hour so yeah. I guess it's like better early than late for sure and so we're sitting at the gate for several hours um and things just started to get a little sus um for sure the environment just drastically changed <laughs> and everything started to get a little weird um more people started filling in 
Um, <laughs> the staff was starting to act a little weird. Um, Very hush hush. That and that, I didn't yeah. like that. For sure. Uh, the flight ended up getting delayed again. Um, and we were like, okay, this is interesting. Don't mind my cat's tail. Right I knew. There. When um, I got delayed the second time, I was like, something. Yeah. Up. So. It just wasn't a great vibe, and then we overheard the staff saying the flight might get canceled. And yeah, they're I like, like, "We'll know in ten minutes if this flight." Yeah, canceled. they weren't one hundred percent, and so I was already preparing myself like, "This flight's getting canceled. It's fine." And so, in my head, I knew the flight was canceled, and you're like, "We don't know yet." Well, because you okay, I'll explain my situation in a minute because just so much, but. So we're sitting there, and then this fucking flight, it was a connecting flight, gets to the gate. And it's just a full of first-class assholes. Yes. Um, just, like, your stereotypical Republican white men with, like, a single Republican white woman with blonde hair. You know the one I'm talking about. They <laughs> like all Marjorie the Taylor Green vibes. <laughs> they all look the same. It was literally the same human being, just a different font for all of them with their little blazers and jeans. Um, Not so... like the suit and then jeans. <laughs> for sure. And it's just one of them things where they get off the plane and they're bitching about some first class problem. Like, oh, they didn't give us our refreshment. Like, God fucking forbid. <laughs> um, Bring your own. I don't know. I, I just can't deal with an attitude like that. I think it's so absurd. Like, poor you. They didn't get you your free complimentary fucking cup of water. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Be lucky you have clean water. That's what my attitude is towards it. But um, I would always drink airplane water. Just ungrateful snobs. Like and they're, like, just being so obnoxious. The vibes are not it. And then we get... Uh, word that the flight is indeed canceled but they weren't telling um, anyone they're like telling each other like the workers well, to each other they were probably figuring out like the specifics and how to tell people um and I, I I'm the type of person where it does no good to get upset over things because it's not going to change the fact that it happened and you're the complete opposite where you get you let your emotions take over <laughs> um, yeah and you have like some anger issues, which is okay. It's just I do. you. Um, and so you just like zero to a hundred fly off the fucking deep end. And I'm like, oh my God, like what the fuck is happening? I've never seen you in such a rage. And well, I was pissed because the driver that like it was obviously like a non-refundable like car right. ride from the airport to the hotel, he like kept on telling me that my flight wasn't canceled when I was texting him I was like I'm sorry like I understand it's like not refundable but like our flight got canceled but bear in mind he didn't need to be at the airport for like another like two hours like he had our flight information and he just kept on telling me that my flight wasn't canceled I'm like I'm telling you well I don't know my see, flight is canceled see this is where we're different if I were you I would have sent the one text message hey it's canceled and it's done no matter what he says, you did well, your part. Saying, That's it. He, he saying, can say whatever he wants. Then he can sit at the airport. Well, I didn't want him to up. wait all night. Fuck that. If he doesn't understand plain English, then that's on you, big guy. So I was already frustrated because I lost $125 there. Non-refundable. Right. I mean, and it's then, tough, but yeah. Then another, like a full night at the hotel, non-refundable, which yeah. was not cheap by like any means. 
Um, <laughs> okay, I have something to say about your complaints, because, but it's a me thing. Um, but anyway, so now we we're gonna try and get a new flight what? scheduled. Uh, no, I'll get to it. It has to do with the other option we ended up going with that you picked, and I didn't want to. So okay, you we, pay for it. So okay, I will. We'll get there. So. Yeah, we tried to get a new flight, and it just it the, all the other ones with that airline were booked up, and it it is what it because is. Because all I those mean, fucking people from the connecting flight took the morning flight, which is fair enough, man. It all I mean, first over come, there. first serve. First come, first serve. That's fair enough. I I'm just a very like just let it go and like not stress about the things you can't change. It just doesn't do anybody any good, and so I'm just like figuring out what we're gonna do and. So I had found a flight for the next morning. Um, it was pretty cheap. It was like 200 bucks. Um, and your whole issue with it was that it had a layover. And I don't mind layovers, but you were just not it's down not for this layover. I don't mind a layover. It was going to Myrtle Beach for a layover. Why would I you mean, go south to go up north? I don't know it just it didn't upset me I was cool with the layover I was ready and then you find this flight for $400 each for this like flight to JFK and that's just so stupid and silly to me that like okay, but also I that. was thinking that spirit you're paying for a check bag your backpack would be a carry-on you're paying for your seat so after that add another 80 bucks it's still cheaper than the $400. It would have been like a hundred bucks more in the end. Yeah, that's a hundred dollars. That's a lot of money. And so I was just not down. For the peace of mind, I was down for it. I wasn't down for that at all. And it like made me sick to my fucking stomach. Like who is in their right fucking mind is paying that much money. And then you were like dead set on fucking getting this flight. And I'm like, Kirsten, we are not getting on that flight. Like that is the stupidest thing I've ever heard in my life. And that was probably like one of the first times that we've act I've ever been like actually mad at you. Um, I was mad at you for the way that you were talking to me, and I'm I'm putting that out there now. How was I talking to you? You kept on trying to call me stupid, and that pisses me off. Cause you were being stupid. I stand by that. Nobody in their right mind is paying four hundred dollars for an hour flight. That's just not it for me. I'm a like very like budget traveler and I don't love spending $400 on a flight and so it was just genuinely so dumb to me I couldn't fathom that you were willing to drop $400 because I was thinking it evens out literally like if you get the refund for like the one way from our original flight and then after baggage carry on seat picking driving gas to drive all the way to Pittsburgh that's like a 50 buck difference still I'm like a very <laughs> I couldn't deal with you trying to justify it while I'm crunching numbers and it's still like a $200 difference and I was like cursing like this is not and you bought them you bought the fucking flights and I just couldn't even believe it and I got really upset because I don't feel comfortable with someone spending that much money on me and it was just not the vibes but you did it and there was literally nothing we could do and I was just like so fucking upset with you that you did that it's just not it but i mean fuck what are you gonna do about it so i got over it um and my way is fucking stupid but my way of coping with things is through 
humor, which like pissed you off even more. But well, yeah, because it was like a serious situation. Like but that's when you call me dollars, like not to like be a bitch, but like being called stupid is like super triggering for me. So like that yeah. was just like really pissing me off. So like that well, was the, oh, that's the only way I knew how to like shut down is to cope with through like humor. You spending four hundred dollars pissed me off, but um yeah, it just was not the vibes, and we like got in this argument in the airport, <laughs> which is so embarrassing. But um yeah, everything was fine after that. Whatever, we went home, slept it's for like a few midnight. hours. No, you slept for a few hours. I did not. Um, yeah, we got back at like midnight. Right. We have some Taco Bell. Jamie's snoozing. And I think I think it's just like anxiety and like being like hot. It was very hot in your room because you didn't have your AC. So I slept for a total of 30 minutes. Bear in mind, mm-hmm. I worked the entire day before. So 30 minutes, I was like, all right, whatever. I'm going to pound out a nap on the plane. Right. So we get back yeah. to the airport. It's like what four a.m. There were so many fucking people in this airport at four yeah, a.m. on a Saturday Cleveland morning. Hopkins was bumping, so and luckily we had gotten the skip the line. The yeah, night we before. got like a clear thing, so like you could skip the line. And this lady had the biggest attitude with me. She's like, "The line starts back here for clear," and I was like, "Um, no." whatever so we would get back there and then we asked the people in front of us and we're like no they're like this is regular security so we mm. get through we're at the gate reviving we get on the plane I could only sleep for like maybe 20 minutes mm-hmm. so the landing a little sus Was uh, it? yeah do you not remember like the sound of the brakes no you're like er, er, and it was like bouncing. I don't remember. I would. Oh, I remember. I didn't even know we were landing because the fog was so thick. I think that's like what like was so what took me back. Yeah. But like we were just like bouncing. Um. So we get to JFK, and we're just like get get our bags. It's what eight a.m. eight thirty. Hmm. we jump in a taxi which was so much cheaper than when we got yeah, scammed scam. which is so funny because they have signs in the airport that i was like if someone approaches you yeah don't about having a ride don't get in their <laughs> they're trying to scam you yeah which we don't know that before i feel like that's common right. sense. we're just yeah silly. we're just uh, yeah so we're staying in um williamsburg which is like one of my favorite neighborhoods. Not for <laughs> not my favorite. I don't like the, the entire state of New York as like my least favorite place to be personally. I love it, but I'm just not a fan. And I knew that like after the first time I'd been there, it's just not for me. I don't like it. But I mean, and that I feel kind of shitty saying that because I'm sure there's great people from New York. It's just <laughs> I've never come in contact with one that I liked. But. Um, not to shit on the city, it's just not for me. But respect to people who like it. So, in the midst of everything, trying to like reschedule the flight, uh, trying to tell 
this driver that like you weren't coming I obviously had to call the hotel and I was like hey it's already paid for tonight and tomorrow night we won't be there till tomorrow morning to check in Mm -hmm. it was no big deal it was fine so we get to the hotel I'm exhausted I like sweating out like a pig I stink like I I just want to shower something and we go check in and the girl's like you can't check in until Mm -hmm. three and I was like what do you mean we can't check in until three like my reservation started yesterday Mm -hmm. and it's already paid for like if I was refunded for the night before I would understand why like we couldn't check in Mm. but it's the fact that like I called and they said it was fine and it was already paid for and then she I feel like this is just a life lesson to read the fine print in when you agree to something because it for sure said that they would do that I'm sure of it with like the terms and conditions agreement but nobody ever reads that because you don't think to but I guarantee you it's in there but it's just not something you think about so it's tough and it doesn't make a whole lot of sense but I mean policy is policy so it's a bummer um, she's like we gave your room away mm-hmm. and that's what was like frustrating me I was like I just don't understand why you you guys gave a room that like is paid for to someone else I guess because we missed our check-in like it doesn't make a whole lot of sense but I kind of understand it in a it's way it's just the like, fact that I called and they're like it's fine check yeah. in tomorrow morning yeah but then I mean, a couple hours later to give Again, away. this is just where we differ in personalities to where I'm just the type of person where I'd rather not sit there and, like, get upset about it. I'd rather just, like, okay, that's – it's literally just what's happening and you need to deal with it and just, like, keep moving, you know? But y- you get a little upset, and that's okay. That's valid. Um, I'm upset because I paid for it. And, like, I wasn't well, – sure. Like, I apologize to the girls. Like, I'm not, like, trying to be, like, a bitch. I was just, like – I just – can you, like – like explain to me like why it was given away if I paid for it and like she just couldn't answer my question and that's what was upsetting me well no and that I kind of felt really bad because this girl clearly like had no clue what she was doing and so I I empathize with that because I've been in that position at a job where you weren't trained properly and you have no fucking clue what to tell someone because you genuinely don't know why and I and I felt really bad (laughs) she didn't know what was going on I get that it's just a frustrating situation. Like we, I've been up for like basically twenty four hours. As for yeah. a shower, I want my room that I paid for. Like that sounds like entitled to me, but like I paid for it. I but you didn't show up, and I, I get it. I it's I get it. Like it sucks. I just don't so understand why they told me that like it was fine if it wasn't fine. I feel like, like they w- probably just had a million other things going on. And well, if that was the even, case, like, then, like, I would have, like, found different accommodations. For sure. You know? Yeah, for sure. I'm just, like I said, I don't get hung up on things and let it, like, drag out. Like, it happened. I get maybe upset for a minute, and then it's like, okay, well, what are we going to do to fix it, you know? And so it, it the, they were really nice. They let us, like, leave our bags there, thank God. Like, because um, I don't know what we would have done if they wouldn't have. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, they let us leave our bags there, which was really nice. They let us use their bathroom to get changed and everything. Um, and it all worked out, you know, it wasn't like ideal, but 
gotta make it work so that was yeah. so hungry and everywhere that like we went downtown like it did not open till 11 so we we're just mm-hmm. like vibing and then we had like a nice korean corn dog for breakfast <laughs> yeah um I <laughs> that it. wasn't ideal but i loved it was it. all right it was okay it's not my favorite thing i've ever eaten but it was funny for like the meme like the tiktok meme but um would i like voluntarily eat there again probably not but oh, like, it was... i would go there like every day i thought it was I wouldn't. so good it's just i don't know but it was okay you know um yeah we just stayed busy all morning um walked around saw some stuff um almost stepped in a pile of piss which like it's shit like that where it's just so dirty and gross like it's I don't understand how people glamorize that city when it's just so unbelievably well, dirty. That's not <laughs> but like, a lot of it's not even like the people's fault. Like the city does nothing for their well, that's homeless what I'm population. Saying. And I was just gonna say that. I was gonna it's not okay to like I it's sad and it's New York and LA seem to be the worst about it where you see like hundreds of people that clearly have mental health issues clearly have substance abuse issues and people just walk past them like they're less than them and they do nothing to like help the problem and it's fucking gross and it's like horrible to see because I know like that's everywhere but those two cities specifically it's it disgusts me that like these people are treated like nothing just because they have a problem with something and it makes me sad to see and I don't love it um and that just again it's just not the vibe for me it makes me sad and I don't like seeing it so that was a little sad um yeah I just I don't like I will never in my life be able to understand why people like glorify that city because it's I don't see a single good thing about it that I couldn't find somewhere else I feel like I like it so much because my brain runs a million miles per minute. And like that like speed in New York keeps up with my brain. I just think it's obnoxious. I don't want to sound like a fucking bitch when I say that, but it's just, I think it's silly that like just from the vibe it's people pretending to be in a hurry and it's so fake to me and I will never understand it because they act like they have somewhere to be and they're so important and I don't like that attitude where you think you have somewhere to be and you're more important than other people I don't get it I never will and it's like we're walking out of the subway and I'm like walking at a normal pace and this random guy is in a fucking hurry. I use that term very loosely. He's in a hurry and he like completely runs over me and like rips my shoe off my foot, keeps walking, doesn't even stop. He says, oh, sorry, and keeps going. And it's like, okay, but if you were sorry, you wouldn't have like done it in the first place. And I can't deal with like that fake genuine, like, oh, I'm sorry. Like, no, you're not, you're not sorry. And I honestly, I'd have a little bit more respect if you just didn't say sorry, because you're clearly not. And I just don't like the fakeness of it all. And I'm not hating on people that live there. I'm not hating on the people that enjoy that city. It's just my personal views on it. It's not the place for me. And I feel like that's any city, though. Like it's not. Large it's city. not. Because I've been to several. And it's never like that. It's just a New York thing. It's the stereotype. And it's sad that it's true. But they just don't have manners. And, like, that's fair. I like, that's how I, you were I raised. I genuinely feel like it's any, like, large city. Like, it just is the stereotype. I've, 
I don't know. I've been to several and I've never been treated the way you're treated in New York. And again, it's, I don't even want to like talk shit on it because it's just a, how they were raised. And yeah, I mean, I've there's been nothing to Chicago do and I it. feel like it's kind of the same environment. I mean, like a little slower pace, but like, I feel like any large city is that vibe. I don't know. All the ones I've been to have just, it's, but I like, think New York like and Southern like no. states. No, like I've been it, to Denver. I've been that's to different. No, I'm not really. It's city's a city. I'm not. I just can't find it in me to like defend people just because it's a large city. Like that does not give you a right to be a dickhead. I'm sorry. Like it doesn't. I I agree. I just and it's just it's unbelievable. And it's something that like I've been talking like my dad is and my sister Brianna. We all have. It's so funny that like all three of us feel the exact same way about New York. And it's like, well, at least thank God I'm not the only one that feels this way. It's just I don't understand it. It's like the dirtiest city in the country. It's disgusting. There's like and it's so weird because we were there for like two days and I come home and I like just breathing like clean air. I was like, OK, I'd literally rather be stuck in Ohio for my entire life than live in that city for a week which is crazy to think about. It's just not for me. But um, yeah, like I said, respect to anyone. I mean, if that's where you choose to live and that's where you feel comfortable, more power to you. It's just not for me. I just really vibe with it personally. I like it. I like how you could step outside and literally go and do anything you want to do. That's fair. I, like, I don't know. I, I'm the I type like of the person. Environment. I like... I don't know. I'm just the type of person where I make that anywhere for me. I make that my existence. Like the world is my oyster, even in Ohio, you know, I feel that way. But I feel like that's also because I don't really have like an end goal for where I want to live. It's just like, take it a day at a time. I don't know. But you have a goal to live in New York. And I love that for you. That's everything. And like I said, no hate, no shade. Live your best life. I feel shade. No shade. I'm just, I don't want you to get your hopes up that I'm like ever going to come visit you in New York because I probably like realistically won't go out of my way to like be there. Like it maybe every, you know, once in a while for like a day I'd go see you, but I just, I'd rather not. It just is not a good place for me to be mentally. I feel like that's kind of disappointing. What well, 100% is, I'm just saying, I'm not going to put my mental health on the back burner ever. And being in that city, that's what it feels like to me for some that's strange fair. reason. I don't know why. I'll have to do a little soul searching on that and figure out why. But yeah. So that was the trip to New York. I guess we should talk about like SNL. Let's, you know, I'm done shit talking the state of New York. Um, yeah. I stand by it. Um, yeah, the SNL experience. This was more like your like dream, and I'm just like there for the ride. Yes. <laughs> um, so, so um, as you know, huge SNL fan. Um, and I'm so glad that like we had the opportunity to go when we did because, as SNL viewers now know, um big loss this season at the end of the season um miss mm. kate mckinnon is not returning for next season nor is um ad bryant or kyle mooney or pete davidson i mean i feel like we all 
figured that is Pete's last season, considering he <laughs> wasn't there half the season. Um, but we get to 30 Rock and we go up to the Peacock Lounge, get some free drinks. Um, and they called everyone, they're super strict about like, obviously like the rules. So like, if we see your phone out, like you will be asked to leave and not like you can't return, which like understandable. Um, if you have to go to the bathroom, you can't come back in. Um, which are all things that like I are completely valid. However, I had this irrational fear that my phone was going to turn on and Me Jamie too. watched it turn it off and it did. We got into the studio and my phone was lighting up. I was like, shit. So I'm like trying to secretly like turn it off so they like don't see it. Mm. But um we they called everyone over. They're like, everyone with the number eight come to this line. So we get up there and it was so cool because like you see like all the props sitting right there and they're like surprise you guys just sit on the floor which like crazy so we're waiting in line and I turn around and Post Malone's walking in Posty my king nice guy we mm. say what's up um it just reminded me of H3 so much and I want oh to just be a dickhead and <laughs> hustle him and be like hit Ethan up but yeah. obviously not you know so um we get into the studio but like we're, when we were waiting to go to our seat like I just saw the inside of the studio and it just felt like a very full circle moment for me and like I grew up watching SNL and I don't know why I just got like emotional mm. I had like tears glistening in my eyes um God. so we sit down and I see the man himself and my ass falls out of me. Mm. Mr. Lauren Michaels. Um, he's just like pacing the studio, getting everything in order, like the boss bitch he is. Mm. Um, he's like, actually a short king, and he's he like the least king. intimidating person I've ever seen in my life. He is the least intimidating. He looks I like my, he, he reminds so me of my dad. He's got like my dad vibes, and it's like you're literally not intimidating. You're like five foot, bro. <laughs> but with peace and love, of course, we love a short king. He's just literally the least scary person I've ever seen in my life. So I like looked to the left of me, and I see Lauren, and I just looked at you, and like I was like, oh my god, short king. Mm-hmm. Love him. Um, yeah. But it was so crazy to see like the ins and outs of the actual show. Mm. And, like, how fast they move sets and put it together. And it's just, like, a very fast-paced environment. It's so cool. Um, got to see, like, all my favorite cast members. Mm-hmm. Do some really cool sketches. And it was cool because we did the dress rehearsal. So we got to see, like, sketches that got cut and everything. Right. Um, Pete Davidson, I... I have always loved him on the show. I've always thought he was a very, has brought like such a very strong piece to SNL. So I was bummed that he wasn't there. But mm. I mean, I feel like I suspected it. Um, right. Wish him well on his new adventures. Um, but you and I have a very different take on Pete Davidson. 
because I'm sorry. I we hate to see fame get to a man's head, but it clearly has, and it's tough to see. But peace and love, come back down to earth, Staten Island boy. Go back and spend some time near the SI dump for a week and then tell me how you feel about yourself. You know, <laughs> I will humble that man. I don't care. I am I will never I will never defend someone who thinks they're better than someone. I refuse. And it's sad to see the spotlight do that to someone's head. And hopefully one day he'll come back down to earth and spend some time near the the dump and maybe remember his roots, you know? But uh for we'll sure. see. For sure. Um, um, so just see like Kate McKinnon in her prime. I was mm-hmm. amazed. She's incredible. Yeah. Queen. But it was so crazy because like we we're sitting in the back row of like the floor. So it was so crazy because like every time I turned around, someone new was coming out like in a different costume. And mm. one of my favorite sketches from that night was the baby monitor. Mm. and I turned around and Bowen is like wearing this bald cap with this like baby hair sticking up and it was the funniest mm. thing I've seen in my entire life like and it was that. so cool to see like Post Malone so excited to be like involved in a sketch like Selena did a phenomenal job hosting mm. and it was so crazy to, for her to go from one look to completely different hair completely different outfit mm. total different vibe within like two minutes Speaking of post Malone, it's so funny because um, <laughs> my dad he, like didn't know he was the musical guest, and then when I got back home, he's like, I told him like we had like met, we were like near post Malone. He goes, I gotta ask you a question, and I'm like, what? And he goes, did he stink? <laughs> and I was like, surprisingly, he doesn't stink. He, he doesn't. smells fine. Yeah, he actually smelled quite nice. Um, it's it's like so funny like- though, like. He just has that stereotype of him, poor guy, that he smells bad, but he doesn't. No, he doesn't smell bad. You heard it here first. He actually smells quite nice. Uh, It's so funny, though, like, him sipping on a Bud Light, like, that would be his drink of choice, you know what what I mean? What made me laugh so hard is the way this grown-ass man holds his Bud Light can with two hands. I live for it, though. Um, Yeah, but it was all a great, great time. Um... Then after that, it's just time to go to sleep. So I, I like skipped dinner, um, which is kind of like a shame. We only ate like Korean corn dogs that day. Yeah, we were gonna get dinner, and you wanted like your fucking hot dog and your street dirty hot dog water, which is just not for me. Obviously, I don't eat meat, so there's nothing for me anyways, and. So originally I was like, well, I'll just like DoorDash something when I get to the hotel, but you eat whatever you want. Like, don't let me stop you. And then in the um, Uber, I had decided I'm not fucking staying awake to eat. I'm going to bed. And you got a little mad at me for that. And I was like, listen, was dog. Fun because I was thought we were order your food. Order your food. Why do you got to rely on me to order food? You order it. But... I was like, I'm sorry, with peace yes. and love. You're like, I'm well, we're going to go to bed. So I was like, fine, I'll just go to bed. But I couldn't sleep anyway, so I was so really exhausted. To where when that I does finally... not make sense. <laughs> yeah, You can't sleep when you're exhausted? What does that mean? I feel like I... that's a sleep disorder, bro. When I, like, hit a wall and I'm overly exhausted, I can't sleep. I don't so think once that's I, like, normal. I, like, fell asleep, this fucking like, a sleep fire study, alarm... Though. 
Oh and yeah, that happened. Like, like right as I fell asleep, this fucking fire alarm starts going off in the hotel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I like walked woke up out from it, and I was like, Kirsten, is that the fire alarm? And it, you were just like laying there, and I'm like, it's like a I good thing I woke up because like it's one of them situations where like if we die, like how would you have not woken up to that? I'm like, I heard it. <laughs> Like, we just lay there, accept your fate? Like, yeah. what? That's insane. I got up, and I was like, well, let's fucking go, because I'm not staying. We're, like, seven floors up. I'm not staying in this building. We walked down seven flights of stairs, and this lady at the front desk was so irritated that all these people came downstairs. Yeah, I don't know what like, they, go like, back expected. Up. <laughs> it's like, okay, well, the fire alarm went off. Like, obviously, <laughs> right. we're going to make sure we're not going to die. And so we, like, walked back up seven flights of steps. I was, like, overheating. I was, couldn't breathe. I was, I was gasping for air. <laughs> like, my heart was pounding. And then, like, they'd gotten the alarm shut off. But I noticed the next day, they never, I don't think they understood. Like, you have to call the fire department when a fire alarm goes off so they can turn it off. And they, I don't think they knew, like, that you have to do that. Because, like, the fucking light was still flashing every, you know, two seconds. And I'm like, you ain't turning that off by yourself. Like, there's a specific key that you need to turn it off. And so I wonder how long it took them to realize that you had to call the fire department. But, oh, well. Yeah. Um, super fun time. We went to the Met the next day. Uh Mm-hmm. What else did we do? We went to that L train vintage, which is right. What is it? L train vintage. Oh, they literally had nothing. I'm sorry. Again, I will not fucking. Oh, it's so nice. No, it's not. I will not lie. That place fucking sucked. The Goodwill near my house is better than that, and it's cheaper. And I stay on o- that. It was overhyped. I I admit. I was. I had it high was expectations. A waste. I don't understand. Why I feel like hyped that up. There's nothing in there. It's fucking stupid. I really enjoy the vintage shops in Cleveland more than L train. I don't love vintage shopping in general. I, I do. And I also think it's a weird thing with vintage shopping where I, it was originally made for people that, you know, are a little less fortunate and can't afford, like, the I like vintage shopping clothes. in a sense <laughs> And I feel of, like it's like, fucked up. It is. I like vintage shopping in a sense of, like, I really like 60s and 70s clothes. For sure. I don't know. I've been thinking about that, though. I think I saw, like, a TikTok on someone talking about it. And I was like, you know, that's absolutely right. Like these poor fucking people that literally don't have money to buy like newer clothes and they're like everyone is picking through like the nicer things in yes. their stores and then they're left with fucking nothing and it's what like, makes horrible. me like, so mad is, that? is the people that like go to like goodwill and buy like carts worth of stuff and then sell it on depop for like a fuck ton of money right i don't know the whole thing is weird and i don't like it and i I'm not even really a part of that anymore because I mean I never I don't love vintage shopping I I don't know I'm just just not my thing I like you know a good like vintage t-shirt every once in a while but it's just not my like vibe and so I don't really like feel the need to like spend two hours picking through racks and racks of clothes for a shirt um but then you get to like that Depop thing where I use Depop and it does kind of suck to see shit like way overpriced on there. But I'd honestly rather just do that than like sit in a store and pick through fucking racks and like, racks. Like why are for people on Depop selling a 
toddler t-shirt that they found for like 99 right. cents for yeah. like 50 bucks that's fucked yeah. up it's very weird it's interesting i don't know but yeah i don't get it like i said i'm not that's not really my thing anyways but i feel kind of bad for the fucking suckers that are spending money on a shirt like that like why are you wasting your money on that and again with some like the the stuff in that store in new york it's like who priced this like this shit is not worth that much money like i'm sorry it's just not and anyone i agree and but it's again you gotta think like a lot of people who buy that shit they do have that kind of money to just like spend yeah and that's fair enough i mean hey if you've got it spend it why not but i'm a clearance rack girly i'm just uh where would i have girly i'm not a big fan of like getting new clothes so i kind of tend to just like keep the same shit for years and then once i three years later i'm like okay time to like clear it out and get a few new pieces but that's pretty much it well i'm always like a, a neutral girly because i think those like you just wear a million different ways over and over again mm. yeah i don't know i and some people might think i'm tacky for that where i get like some statement like pieces and no that's like I'm, a time capsule wardrobe i mean but i also have silly little things in my closet because i don't take fashion too seriously i like to just have fun with what i'm wearing but also be comfortable and i don't really put too much thought into it because i just don't enjoy it and that's like a thing though because like a lot of people enjoy picking out their outfits and you know having fun through clothes and i'm just like i like to just be comfortable and practical um i don't have the time or determination to sit there and pick out an outfit like I'd rather just put something on and go but I think that's also like a part of my charm as a person you know like I'll mismatch I don't it's fun you know it's fucking stupid but hey anything's fashion if you mean to do it right if you mean to wear something it's fashion so I love that all right uh do you want to do a little song of the week well, yeah, I feel like before that, we have to talk about some new music this week. We're going to talk about a little Harry's House. Um, we love. Banger. Love it, Harry. Great stuff on there. Um, I mean, what else is there to say? It's just a great album. It felt I could... very personal. Right. And I love that I... each song really tells a story. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, I could rave about it all day. I love every single song on that album. And it's so funny. I was telling you the other day, it's so weird because um, obviously I'm a big fan of like Harry's music and I'm like, I know all the words to his song. So now that I have this whole new album of songs, I feel like I need to like get my shit together and learn these lyrics, (laughs) you know, so I can like full chest, like sing along. Because I've only been able to with, like, three songs, but... I really like to, like, dissect it, too. Do you? Yeah. I like to, like, listen top to bottom and dissect, like... I'm the type... See, I just like to, like, watch other people dissect it, so I don't have to. <laughs> just me. But, um... But hey, I, I but wouldn't be able to s- do that if it wasn't for, the, like, lovely folks like you who dissect it for me, so I don't have to. But also, like, not even, like... a personal to him sense like a person like mm. dissect it relating back to like myself 
for sure not to like for make sure. it about me but like you know what i mean i feel like everyone like yeah you relate to a certain song for sure yeah that makes sense um but i do like to dissect it in a way to like oh this is what he means in relation to him hmm yeah um no it's a great album um it's so funny i stayed up to get a little listen to it uh when it dropped and my spotify broke and so i had to wait i saw that um, like a, a lot of people said yeah uh so i was going on the little youtube and i was having to wait for um each little (laughs) song to premiere so i would have like minutes in between songs and then finally like i was on like the fourth song in and my spotify finally worked um but yeah it's a fun little album um good work we love to see it um can't wait well and it's another thing with like touring obviously i don't know if i'll be able to see this next tour but mm-hmm. i mean nowadays with the fucking homies live streaming it thank you i'll probably yeah. just catch a little live stream and call it a day but i don't know if i'll be able to but i would love to go to his show that's on my birthday mm. i know that was another thing you had asked me like let's get tickets for that show but i won't be able to come because it'll be on a weekday so i won't be able to go because i'll have school but that's all right. If I don't catch a show, I'll be there in spirit. So, you know. Anyways, so song of the week. What are we thinking for your fave? I mean, I'm assuming, are we going Harry's house for song of the week? Of course. Just like in light of the new album? I'm going to go two different ones. Um, okay. Two way different vibes, too. Um, Satellite. Mm. I think that maybe like my fave at the moment on the album okay and then of course i had to go matilda oh um shout out amy allen queen i had a literal mental breakdown friday evening because a lot of people did well the first time i listened to it obviously i cried but like it feels so personal and i can relate it a back to like my experience in my life and I it was a sense of like I felt grateful for making a family of my own and like having people in my life that actually show up for me and love me and accept me for who I am Mm. and like it felt like a it's okay to like create your own happiness in life I don't know I feel like a hug that like I needed. <laughs> yeah, I, I think I'll, that's a song that probably a lot of people needed to hear. Um, for sure. So good on him and Amy for writing that song. It did. It touched me a bit. I usually don't get too emotional with music, but um, that song it had me tearing up a little bit the first time I gave it a little listen, and I was like, "Wow, that was deep." And then my brain goes, all right, like, let's not fucking sit here and get sappy over it. Let's look at it in a positive light. And then I felt really good about it. And I can now listen to it without tearing up. Um, now, it's a beautiful song, though. I feel like, like I said, a lot of people can probably relate to that in their own ways. So. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Good on them for writing that one. Um, I have three. Sorry. Sure. 
I'm really thinking daydreaming too. Just the whole album. Yes. <laughs> I, I mean, all? yeah, you got to just go the full album. I mean, I literally was, um, when I listened to it all the way through, it's so fucking bizarre to me that he never fails to never, create no, no skip albums. Know, um, and multiple people have reached out to me and asked me what my favorite is on the album. I was like, don't ask me that question. I so I'm I have a favorite and I'm sticking with my favorite that the first time exactly. I listened to it um I picked my favorite song because it was just the one that I resonate not even resonated with the most it's just the one that I was like I could literally listen to this song on repeat for the rest of my life and I wouldn't get sick of it and I still stand yeah. by that um and that is keep driving we it's love a it. fucking bop dude I literally listened to that one and I was like no shot I had to go back through and re-listen to it before I continued because I just needed to digest it some more. And a you few know, days later, still my favorite. You know what is the underdog that's not getting the hype that it deserves? Mm. It's Jess's favorite. Grape, Grape juice. juice. Oh yeah, my sister. It's so funny, man, because um, my sister and I have pretty different tastes in music. But I, my dad and I have very similar tastes in music because I ask him to like... I don't even ask at this point whenever we're in the car I just turn on my fave tunes and he actually really enjoys it and it's so funny because it's been that way since like high school because um it pretty much started like this is kind of like dark but whatever it was like my junior year of high school my dad um like twice to three times a week would drive me to like my counts like therapy appointments and my doctor's appointments and he bless him he's the best but he felt bad because I didn't want to go and so he would let me play my fucking music in the car and he literally hated it but he would let me listen to it and that was like the days where I was really into like Panic at the Disco and like 21 Pilots and my little emo bands and he actually fucking loves both of those bands now and then obviously my music taste has changed and I'm more of a I still love those bands, obviously, but like Harry and One Direction and Louis Tomlinson, my faves. Um, my dad's really into their music now, too. And I've made my sister listen to their music, even though it's not her fave genre. But she listens to it. And she is so funny. It was the day after the album dropped, she came home and she took the initiative to ask me what's my favorite song. And I told her mine and she goes, mine's grape juice. And I was like, oh, okay, so she knows the title of the song. Okay. Um, so yeah, my sister's is grape juice. My dad's is, um, what's my dad's favorite song? Oh, Late Night Talking is my dad's favorite. He loves the vibe of that song. I feel um, like we have to give Love of My Life her moment. I mean, yeah. It's a uh, song, about- man. <laughs> London, of course, in England, you know. <laughs> London is quite big, isn't it? Oh, uh, <laughs> the bottom of London is quite big. <laughs> um, um, that and another one. I literally have to talk about Little Freak because I fully intended to yes. shake my ass to that song. I thought it was gonna be like I thought it was gonna be a dirty little two point yeah moment, but yeah I really did and I, I literally I was like getting ready I was getting geared up to dance and then it fucking started I'm like oh okay. I wanted like, to mention though about love of my life something that like I noticed that like I think is like so cute is it's the mm-hmm. last track of the album and mm-hmm. the audio was like the announcement teaser video mm-hmm. 
the piano yeah yes and I think that it's so cute and endearing that Harry started and ended this chapter with well I've also this is interesting recent I think it was yesterday I saw an interesting little conspiracy theory um where some people are saying listen Harry intended for people to listen to this bottom up that's an interesting theory i haven't actually done i saw it yet, that i saw I'm that intrigued. this morning that people are I'm like intrigued if you do it from the bottom up it's like a rekindling very interesting little moment um <laughs> so i haven't done that yet but i'm intrigued uh and it's silly i forget it was um i think all this stemmed from i don't i think it was um was it the alice the what the fuck's his name i feel like such a fake fan right now the gucci <laughs> gucci main yeah sorry i forgot his name for a minute uh i think it was because he put po- it was i don't even know don't quote did me he, on this did he po- post it upside down that's what it was and so some people were saying oh this is like the con- conspiracy theory you got to listen to it from the bottom up and I'm interested, actually. I think that that's a silly little thing he probably would do. So, um, interesting. I don't know. I'll have to look into it some more. I probably won't, but I'll probably wait to see what everyone else's <laughs> analysis Same. of it is. But um, I love that. But yeah, anyways, uh, Harry's House, Keep Driving, is my all-time fave. Um, Stream Harry's House. Yeah, I mean, people don't need to be told twice. It, it already charted at number one, like, right. literally everywhere. But, um, Within so, a day. Yeah, not even. So, big congrats to Harry on the album. Congrats. Happy Good on you. Yeah, it's a great song. Great album. Keep driving. I will not shut up about it, ever. But, anyways. So, yeah. Shall we wrap this up? Yeah, let's do it. Are we going to go for our new little outro? We're going we'll a little try. back and forth. Okay, let's give it a shot. Who wants to start? I'll start. This has been great. This. this. Uh, oh. <laughs> Already fucked it up. <laughs> okay, this has been great. This has been Let's Talk About It with Jamie and Kirsten. Tune in next week for some more fun. Be nice, do good. Treat people with kindness. Stay safe. All the love. Peace Peace and and love. love. Peace Peace and and love. love.